BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You look so pretty. Oh, thank you. I posted a mad dash to, well, it's, I was like, I can't remember if this like goes anywhere or not. <laughs> well, like, you know, like clips. The social little, part. Yeah, okay. yeah, the social part. But you look so good. I always <laughs> wonder what that neon light says, because it's always in your background. Yeah, it says, yeah, welcome to the madhouse. That's welcome to the madhouse. Like, do you need my help? It was a show Tones and I did. That's actually the, I was helping her look for a house, the singer Tones and I. And that's the show that I actually met G at. But she gave well, it to me as a housewarming present. Oh, so you, that's so cool. Yeah. It like, it, it, it brings in like a different vibe to your house, you know? Yeah. And I like it just because it's, you know, what started as a client, now a friend. And then like, you know, yeah. little did I know who I'd be meeting. Wait, tell me about that. So Tones and I, she was performing a show in L.A. that night and I'd been helping her look for a house. And so she was performing. And when I got there, I was saying hi and everything. And she introduced me to G, who was opening for the show uh, that night. So it was just like, hi, how are you? And it was all it was a, a casual meeting. I mean, honestly, we didn't even really connect as friends until way later. But it's just funny that, you know, we met that night it was like a halloween costume party kind of thing and so yeah so that that's actually the first time we met and then they lived in australia then and then months later kind of reached out saying i'm gonna be moving to la i don't know anyone you know can you introduce me to some people and i was like sure yeah come on i'll help you i'll introduce Wait, you g was moving to la and and reached out to you to kind of meet people i didn't know that yeah. Yeah. So we, because we'd met through, you know, mutual friend Yeah, and they didn't really know anyone here in LA. So they were just, you know, we kind of followed each other on Instagram. So it was every once in a while we would like say some, something that somebody would post, but yeah. So when they, I think they were moving out here in January, February of 2022. 
and just kind of said, like, if you have any friends, like, I don't know anybody. And I was like, yeah, of course. So that's so crazy. So then when did the music video happen? The music video, I think we shot it in like March, I think. Yeah. So after they moved, we're already here hanging out, but nothing was happening at that point. They moved here, I think. And then we did, we kind of like, I saw them to show them a place that they were looking for because the agent wasn't answering their phone calls. So I was like, I I got this. So it all started like that. And then we did the, the music video. So everyone, I don't know how that happened. People said we met on the music video set. That's not true. Oh, but was it to so the music video? It's for the song. What's the song called? Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Because for some reason, gay for me is stuck in my head. So I can't remember any other song right now. <laughs> I love that. And what's the new song called when you cried in the Be car? Man. Oh, I love that one so much. OK, so the music video. So you became kind of friends at that point And they were like, oh, be in my music video. Yeah. I mean, we so we've been friends and then I kind of we, we talked about that and we got really excited about the video and what it could be and everything like that. And then things started like that way, you know, exciting and talking through. And then that's really kind of how things got started. So that by the time the video happened, it was like, oh, what is going on here? There was just so much chemistry and everything. So, yeah, but it is I do try and always correct this. I don't know. It's like some person took that the wrong way of something was said and then it went everywhere. We didn't meet on the music video set at all. We, we've been saying this from the beginning, you know, I met G through tones who was a client, but it would be so random if that's how you met, you know, like it would be even yeah. randomer if they were like, Hey, Chrishell, like randomly, yeah. <laughs> or you just decided one day to be like a video, a video babe. <laughs> and you're so cute. Cause I remember when the video came out and there were kind of mixed, mixed reviews about it. And you took it so lightly. You were like, listen, Say what you want to say. I had fun. Like, you know, it's very sexy. Some people took it a little bit more to the cheesy way. Some people were obsessed with it. But you I remember you always have a way of taking things lightly where you were like, I don't care. I don't care if you think it's like over the top or, you know. Yeah, people really lost their minds about it. And the funny thing is, is that there's so many times things like that happen because there have been quite a few at this point where I mean, it's funny to me. So I'm having a laugh about how. Because I can't imagine anything in pop culture happening where it's going to ruin my day or I'm going to have a meltdown over something I don't agree with. I just I'll laugh about it or I'll be like, oh, my God, you know, but the way people fully have meltdowns, it's very funny to me. (laughs) So when that video came out, you know, yeah, I was unaware of how insane people would get. But there is an element of, you know, it's entertaining how crazy people are. You think like a lot of your fans were like disappointed or something? Oh, my gosh. I mean, when that came out, it was a firestorm of just, you know, I think it was a mix of obviously you're always going to get the normal homophobia that happens. But on top of that, you had a lot of people that were angry because they really felt like, you know, they follow along with this journey with, you know, with Jason and everything and like. Well, to be honest with you, you only get a little piece of it on Selling Sunset, you know, and so the piece that they had been given was that, you know, we were wanting to have a kid and then that, you know, then we broke up because, you know, that wasn't happening. And now I think that season six has come out. You've seen more of the full story where it's like you're getting these little snippets, you know, and and it wasn't as if. I ran off and I'm, you know, decided to just completely change my mind. And Jason's over here crying like that is not at all what happened. And I very much 
gonna planning on having children when I'm ready. And, but now there's no timeline on that. So I think that was another part that people were really upset about. You know, I've said this many times, but the partner I was with only wanted biological kids, if that, and he wasn't even sure if that would ever be something he wanted. And now obviously that's something that is going to be a lot to figure out when you're at my age. Well, I can't sit around and wait for someone. And if you decide that you want it to be, you know, so it was just kind of an understanding that, okay, if that's what you're saying, you understand what that means. And then with love, we decided that this wasn't right for the two of us. It wasn't like anybody broke somebody's heart or somebody was the bad guy. It was just two adults realizing this isn't the best fit. And now I think people see that we really want each other to be happy, like a hundred percent. Like there is like no bad blood. We root each other on. And I think, I think now time has passed and people are a little more understanding, but in the beginning that video came out, I mean, I get it. People, you know, they were just very, very angry at it all. And yeah, I just, at some point, I remember now I have fun and live my life and time sometimes will tell same thing with like, you know, the wedding and stuff like that. Like, I know what my life is going to be. I know what I'm planning on doing. Everybody doesn't have to be in on every single thing all the time. Like with time, people will see. And that's fine with me. With the Jason thing, I remember now, because when it came out that you and G were together, the like uproar or the, you know, people trying to figure it out, like you said, homophobia aside was like, wait, but G is, you know, 27 or 28. And, you know, if Jason didn't want kids, who said that they would want kids and people were assuming because of their age that, you know, how is that different than the Jason? So now I'm remembering that's what it was. But then how would people actually know what they want, what you've discussed? And you said on the show towards the end of the season that you've spoken about it and that you're thinking of the adoption route, like when you're ready for that. Yeah. I mean, obviously I think you see on the show, like I'm not entering into any relationship without having very open, honest conversations. I very openly will tell you, I don't say it all. You know, I don't openly go on interviews all the time and I don't openly talk about it on selling sunset all the time, but I think you've seen enough on the show to know I'm not entering into any relationship without fully being transparent and having these conversations. And so yeah, we've had all of those conversations and I'm very happy about where we are with it. I'm super, you know, I, it's a fit. Like we fit each other and what what we want in life is exactly, you know, I found my person. And so I feel like I get it. Some people aren't going to agree or or whatever, but that's just part of being in the in the spotlight. I guess people give their opinions where it's like, I really don't care, but I appreciate you watching the show, I guess. You guys, listen, getting your electrolytes in isn't just for athletes. You don't have to be an elite athlete like me to drink liquid IV. Honestly, you guys, I have liquid IV in my travel mug or whatever uh, with a bunch of ice because my head hurts per freaking usual. And whenever my head hurts, I'm like, damn, I probably didn't drink enough water. Let me get water times a gazillion because that's what liquid IV does. It hydrates you two times faster Plus, it contains essential vitamins like B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. It's made with great ingredients, and it just gives you better, proper, functional hydration. And it's just one stick. You pour it in your glass, in your mug, in your whatever, and you can hydrate, uh, like I said, two times faster than water alone and get essential vitamins. It also comes in 12 delicious, refreshing 
flavors to keep your hydration exciting, like um, strawberry lemonade, Concord grape, lemon lime, pina colada, tropical punch, watermelon, strawberry, passion fruit, guava, uh, acai, berry, and more. So you guys, real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code NOTSKANY at checkout. That's uh, 20% off anything when you shop better hydration today using promo code NOTSKANY at liquidiv.com. You guys, summer is on its way. It's time to start dreaming about ideas for your outdoor space at your house or just you're like me and you change your furniture every three months. So Article Article is here to save you with $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash not skinny and your discount will be automatically applied. If you don't know about Article, like, I don't know, are you even alive? Article is just literally the one-stop shop for furniture shopping. They make it affordable. They cut out the middleman so you can save like 30% on what you would pay um, at, a you know, other furniture stores. And they really have amazing, like a curated catalog of just mid-century, modern, coastal, industrial, boho designs that make furniture shopping simple. It's not too much. It's not overwhelming. It's just freaking enough. I have so many article things. I have the Seno dining table. I have the boucle couch. I didn't know how to say boucle at first. Now I do. Ha <laughs> ha. I also have a rocking chair in Noah's room. I used to have the Burrard sectional before Noah and my dog Leo uh, decided to piss on it one too many times. But you know what? I got my mom the Sven couch because everyone has it and it's so recommended. I recommend it to you as well. So again, uh, to claim the $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more, visit article.com slash not skinny and the discount will be automatically applied. That's article.com slash not skinny for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. You know how happy I am for both of you. I love you together so much. It makes me like emotional to see both of you together and even them on the show, like come across so genuine. Like you can just see it, you know, like you don't even need to have them throughout the whole show. And there weren't many scenes, but in the scenes we got, you just see how genuine, how sweet, how kind. I feel like that really even came across to me before because I shipped from the motherfucking beginning. I love you for that, by the way. So sweet. Yeah. I know. I, I followed immediately. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I love it. Wait, <laughs> do you call them G at home too? So yeah. It's G. Because I, I looked it up. I was like, wait, what's G's actual name? And it's it's Georgia. Yeah. So their full name is Georgia Flippo. And so as a kid, you know, they always call it like G's dad is Mr. Flip. Like that was the nickname. And so and she obviously didn't feel comfortable with the name Georgia. You know, obviously that's just something they don't just the same with, you know, my first name is Tarina. I changed it. You know, everyone's allowed to, you know, change their name for what they're comfortable with. And so I feel like like Raquel again, and Rachel. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> G from a very, very young age, always just went by, you know, it was Mr. Flip and then it was G Flip. So it was just kind of like one of those things that, you know, it wasn't even a name to be cool. It's like a childhood nickname. And yeah, they just don't identify with their full name. You know, as you know, they're non-binary and I feel like they really feel like they're half, you know, just like a mix of, you know, femininity, masculinity, and Georgia is a very feminine name. I loved how you took on kind of the role, probably you didn't even know what you were getting into, but of kind of being like an advocate 
or just kind of like a voice. And and I think G said this to you too on the on the show. I'm not sure if it was on the show or on your Instagram or something, but like you really, you know, spoke up for 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 non-binary, for, you know, people just that are different and that choose a different life, different relationship. And you do it in such a way that's so conversational and so not preachy. And I feel like, you know, that you're talking to a very wide audience as you, as we all know, selling sunset is on Netflix, everyone around the world, right? It's fucking global. Like my friends from Israel, watch it. Like it's, it's all over. Right. So, you know, you're talking to like, not just people in New York, you're talking to people all over the world that that don't know that haven't come across. And I really want to like applaud you. You do such a good job. And I feel like it's so important. And you probably never thought that you would be in that specific position. Of- yeah, I definitely didn't. It's funny. I think that life, you know, that's just like another one of those things that maybe, you know, we think maybe it was meant to be because I am given this platform and definitely I didn't foresee any of this in a billion years that I would be having these conversations and talking about these types of things. You know, it just is a very simple thing. I fell in love with the person and now it has a a bigger purpose where, you know, I understand. I think that a lot of people are annoyed by certain things because it's just a lot of noise. But sometimes when you really just like break it down, you know, you just really look at it, you know, imagine the UPS guy came, but you don't know who came. The UPS person came and you're trying to tell someone that they came. You'd be like, oh, they came earlier. But it's not like, you know, if it was a man or a woman, you're just saying, oh, they they came, they came early, they dropped off the package. So yeah, it's just like one of those things. I think it feels more radical because it's, you know, a topic of conversation that's new again, but it's honestly something that's, you know, this is an old topic. So yeah, I just think that, you know, gee, I see they take a lot of hate and it's to someone that's normal like you, you probably would be surprised to know that, you know, you why? Why would somebody get that upset about something, you know, that just makes them feel comfortable about how they feel? But, you know, that's the one thing that is a downfall of, you know, being with me is that, you know, yes, there's a lot of upside, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that, you know, you're introducing into someone's life at a level that they're just not even used to. And luckily there's such a genuine kind person that they understand that that is, you know, you're going to, it's going to take some of the rough part to get to the other side of it. But yeah, I just think that if people can just understand you're talking to a human being that is like somebody that would, if you were hurt, they would be the first person to stop and help you. G would take the shirt off their back for anybody. And so I just like, again, I, I get very frustrated just because it's just like, you know, they're so much far better, a way better person than me. And there have been many times where, you know, I'll get so protective and want to, you know, and they'll remind me, you know, it's not important. Let's just, you know, keep. So I appreciate you saying that. I do try and, you know, understand it's a bigger audience. The only time I do start to get a little upset is when I see that it's affecting my person who right. is just so gentle and caring. Yeah, but, right. Because you're exposing them to like so many people, which can be a, a positive thing, but is also can bring upon some hate. And you have like really thick skin. I mean, you've been through <laughs> so much publicly that you like laugh about it all. But I have to ask about the you're married. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> like, hello. Thank you. That was such a boop. You know what I You know, when I say boop about things, Chriselle? <laughs> like something's like boop, we're married. Like, oh, just gonna like influencers say, just gonna drop, just gonna put this here, just gonna, just gonna leave this here. That was such a boop moment. 
did you plan the way that you kind of announced it? How or were you thinking of announcing it like a, a more, you know, collab post? We're married. Like how what what happened there? You know, okay, so enough that time has passed where I'll feel like here's here's how it went down. We actually had done it a while ago. We didn't really ever plan on telling anyone because we knew, you know, just like with anything, you're going to hear criticism on either side. And this really was for us. It wasn't for anybody else. And so it wasn't even, I remember when I started, you know, wearing a ring on that finger, people started asking. I said, no, that's not it. I just wanted to be able to like, you know, live my life. And, you know, I, it was very important and everything we did for us. But that being said, then I saw the Selling Sunset season six. And I personally felt like it it looked a little more like, am I just like having a midlife crisis and I'm dating a rock star and they're off living their life? Or, you know, are we really in love? Which I know that we are. But I felt like there was a specific scene that kind of showed that, that they ended up putting it online. But it was just one of those things where I felt like, with our show, a lot of times they want people to pick a side. They don't want it to be clear because I've seen this with, you know, past people I've had arguments with. They specifically leave out really good in information that would have helped the audience really make a sound choice, but they don't want that. They want you to be able to try and like see both sides and not be sure who to pick. Well, in my case with this, it was frustrating that, you know, I'm already, I'm fine taking on the hate of it all, but I didn't want our relationship to be looked at as the phase or my sexuality to be looked at as like some, you know, publicity thing or something like that. It just really kind of cheapened, I felt like. So it was a mix of seeing the show and then realizing, knowing what we are doing and what we are planning and all that kind of stuff where it's like, you know what, I think we're fine taking the criticism at this point. So why not? G has a a song coming out. I'm always going to be the number one supporter of G and whatever I can ever do to help their, you know, career. If someone thinks that's cheesy or if someone thinks that's like PR, that's fine. I want to help my partner. Like, and so I realized in that moment, this is a way, a beautiful way to tell our love story. It's right before the season comes out. So regardless of what they left in, what they left out. I'm taking back my narrative. This is my person. This is my human being. This is a not changing. You can either accept it or not accept it. I don't care. So that's kind of the the reasoning and the timing of, yes, we we decided, right? Because it was, you know, I saw the screeners and I, I, I had a certain type of, a, <laughs> I had an opinion about what was left out and what was left in. You know, though, that I didn't get that vibe. That's so interesting. Did Like, I didn't, Maybe because I so believe in you both, you know, that I would never go in watching it thinking it's anything else than than a love story. But are you talking about a specific you said it was a scene that went online that made it seem cheaper? Well, I think it's just because, you know, when you don't have any context, because we don't put a lot on social media, you're judging it from what you see on the show. And so I felt like it would be people watching and kind of, you know, deciding what they felt. Oh, is she really in this relationship? Does she really care about this person? Does that person really care about her? Um, As opposed to, you know, if I was with a man, you wouldn't be thinking that. Let's just Mm -hmm. be honest. And so in my opinion, it's a little bit more delicate, you know? And I felt like because that was made my opening tagline about, you know, am I having a midlife crisis or not? You know, to me, I laugh about that because it's like, I've lived a life. So I really feel like if 
I'm at my happiest place and really feel like I've done lots of therapy and gotten a lot of things figured out. If, if I'm now at that place of, you know, putting really important things that I should have been putting first all along, if that's what makes people think I'm crazy, then you know what? That's fine. It's entertaining then for someone watching the show. And I guess I can just appreciate them watching. <laughs> was there a proposal or was it a, a decision to kind of get married? It was a decision, but then the proposal came after because we kind of forgot. <laughs> we decided to go do it. And then on the way there, realized that there was no proposal. We'd forgotten that step. And so G proposed on the plane as it was taking off. <laughs> wait, wait, was the wedding in Vegas? Yeah. Oh my God. So you got your, you got your Vegas rock star Kravis wedding. I did. Yes. <laughs> you know, what's so funny. I have to tell you this, the Elvis, cause I watched that Kravis special. We had the same Elvis impersonator. <laughs> did he know who you were? No, no uh, idea. Absolutely not. It was great. Because he, was, he called, he called Courtney Chloe. That's what was so funny in that special. He get on call. He's like, "Do you take Chloe Kardashian?" This man, <laughs> he had no clue about anything. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, I'm so happy for you, and I'm so happy that you know you decided to to make it public knowledge. Because I get keeping it private, but I also think why why keep it private? You know. Thank you. All of us bloat, you guys. It is normal. Don't feel like you are alone, but there are vitamins to help with that. JS Health Vitamins is a science-focused vitamin and wellness brand that provides targeted formulas to help you meet your personal health goals. Created using the highest quality ingredients backed by research. It's made in Australia and it's formulated by expert nutritionist Jessica Seppel. JS Health Vitamins has a formula for all your needs from skin, digestion, stress, sleep, hair growth, and more. Aussies are globally renowned for their high supplement standards, and it really shows with these vitamins. Detox and De-Bloat, it's a global bestseller. It supports natural detoxification and reduces bloating. It's a vegan-friendly formula, and it really has a unique blend of carefully selected ingredients like turmeric, milk thistle, and fennel at a therapeutic supplement dose to support liver function and promote healthy digestion. This is a supplement, you guys. This is drug-free, so don't fret to take it, okay? Detox and deep bloat helps women all over the world feel more confident and comfortable in their everyday life because who wants to feel bloated all the time? It just feels better to not be bloated. So I highly recommend you guys check it out. Go to JS healthvitamins.com. Use the code NOTSKINNY for 20% off your one-time or first subscription order. All right. That's jshealthvitamins.com. The code is NOTSKINNY for 20% off your one-time or first subscription order. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. Have you ever thought to yourself, what if we could reverse the root causes of aging? Then listen closely. My new sponsor, OneSkin, puts science and research first. It's founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists. We love that. OneSkin set out to not just decrease the visible signs of skin aging, but to treat the root causes of skin aging. I'm talking essential face moisturizer, eye topical supplement to firm, and a topical body supplement to keep your body moisturized so skin doesn't just look younger and healthier, it functions like younger and healthier skin. I love that. I love that, you know, treating the symptoms rather than the root causes of aging 
That's been the norm. Most skincare on the market is designed to provide a temporary reduction to visible signs of aging, addressing just the surface symptoms, but not one skin, one skin is going there. Okay. So one skin is the world's first skin longevity company. One skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging. So skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code NOTSKINNY at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code NOTSKINNY. We only have a one body, one skin, and you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Does Anybody from the cast not support? It looks like everyone's pretty supportive and loves G. But is there anyone that's not so supportive? Yeah, I mean, everyone that I interact with and talk to is very supportive. I mean, obviously, since, you know, the show wrapped, I haven't had any interaction with some. But I feel like all the ones, you know, on social media, we're very active and everything. Everyone's like super supportive. And like I said, I mean... I really feel like if anyone spent less than five minutes with G, it's it's impossible not to not to love them. They're just such an infectious personality. And so every single person has just been really supportive. And that's nice. I mean, even the people that people thought would not be supportive. I mean, Jason is the big the biggest supporter of us. Yeah. You know, so and I'm and we are the exact same way for him. You know, we're making sure that Let's talk about your support for Jason. Were you supportive of Mary? What's her name? Mary Lou? (laughs) You were not that supportive of Mary Lou. You, which is unlike you, but you made some like funny, funny digs about it. Okay. So you guys are going to have to watch season seven. There's a, there's an element about this that I am not allowed to talk about that. Obviously I support Jason and I want Jason to be happy But yes, there is an element that, you know, I kind of have to wait until you guys can catch up to what I've already lived. So listen, I, at the end of the day though, whoever he decides to date, if he's happy about it, great. It's just that when we're filming a show and it then affects our circle on camera and someone starts to, you know, it just, it changes things. And so it became very interesting in season seven. You will see that. Oh, we'll see. But now they're already publicly broken up. They made a statement and everything. Right. We but we're good. Right after filming round. Yes. Mm-hmm. We can jump to some conclusions, but what do you think of when people say, you know, there was some talk and of course, not only, Maybe we heard some chatter on the show, but also the audience like, what do you because as an ex of Jason's and a friend of his, when people say like, how do women go with him? You know, like, how is he getting these beautiful women? What do you think of of that when people say that? Do you get like offended by it for him? I, I listen, I feel like it's one of those things. Jason's just a, he's a really charming guy. He's really nice. He's funny. You know, it's not like when I met Jason, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's like one of those things where he became my best friend. So I feel like but that being said, I've seen him go out in the clubs and and he, you know, he'll be full. I mean, he's definitely he's fine. (laughs) Are you are you ever worried for him as a friend that girls like will take advantage of him? I think he knows what it is. He's a smart guy. Yeah. You know, I don't think he. Any situation I've seen, people are, everyone's getting something out of it and everyone's fully aware. So I don't think Jason has ever been taken advantage of. 
So this season, I feel like more than other seasons where I feel like there was never really anything to not be on your side about. There has been some division this season, even though most people are like not into Nicole, the the agent that kind of was an addition along with Brie this season. You had some beef with her. The fucking silliest beef on the planet, probably. <laughs> but because it was so silly and ridiculous, you didn't want to back down this time. You know, you kind of wanted to to be like, this is crazy the the whole season. So did you feel like people were in your corner this season or did you feel like people kind of were like, why is what, what's happening? Where is Chrishell, the the nice girl? I think it's one of those things where I think when we were filming, I definitely feel like I could tell, you know, that it, it kind of felt like everybody was kind of targeting me and this might be like my villain era because I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just kind of hit a wall and I didn't care. So in my head, I really thought this season would come out and it was like, you know, goodbye, you know, any collab deals, goodbye to all of this. Cause I just can't deal with this anymore. And I don't, I'm not going to put up with this again. And I just really kind of, I mean, we filmed six and seven back to back. So we'll see if people have any more of a limit for that in seven. Cause I just, at this point, I, yeah, I, I never know how the show's going to shake out, but I definitely know that, you know, Nicole definitely felt like she was going to come in and like completely turn everything on its head. And it really felt like she had this, this plot going into it. And for me, there's something about there's a camera element to it where it's like that is the quickest way to get under my skin because don't act one way to me off camera. And then all of a sudden, when you have a camera crew act completely different and you'll see that's kind of the through line with the same exact thing I was talking about before, where it's like I had interactions with someone and everything's amazing. And you go on these, you know, like all these I can't give too much away about something, but I think if you read between the lines, you'll see what I'm saying, where it's like I, I got really frustrated with having these interactions with people off camera. Everything's amazing. Everything's fine. I, there's no issue. And the second there's a camera on them, all of a sudden, the quickest way to get a storyline is to say something that isn't true. And now all of a sudden I have to defend myself. And I just got really fed up. <laughs> like, who would tell her as someone who hasn't been on the show, Nicole, this is her first season. Who would guide her to do that? Like, did she meet Christine for, for lunch? Like, how would she? Well, she did want to meet you for lunch before the show, as you posted on your Instagram. But who would? Because I'm, as we said, normal person. I'm about to go in a show. I don't think I could ever, like, plan something like that. Be like, OK, let me to try to get some camera time, target the person who gets a lot of it. And like, as a normal real estate agent, like, how would she... Who did someone coach her? Did she read online like reality TV 101? I mean, and that's the thing. And to this day, she denies that. But I have yet to hear then anything that would make coherent sense. And she kept threatening that she was going to come out with her side. And I'm telling you, I've been living this for the last we started filming this however long ago. I have yet to ever hear one thing other than what would be the obvious that makes sense she wouldn't admit to makes sense because this was so long ago and you see these dms like we this wasn't the you know relationship that we had after that i'd given her business after that so if she was upset with that how would you not be fine after someone has literally handed you business and again i didn't take any money from that so it just doesn't make any sense it doesn't make sense but do you think aside from that because we know that's like ridiculous you guys know the story 
Jason co-listed both of you on a house. She did more of the work. You gave her the money, but you're still listed. And that's what she's angry about this season, even though this was years ago. Exactly. I mean, crazy, nonsensical. I think if we're really like, because now we can talk on a podcast and break the fourth wall. To be honest with you, I think there's an element there that she'll never admit to. So she was originally asked to be a cast member season one. She turned it down. But then the show, you know, she saw what it was and changed her mind and wanted to be on it. But then the show didn't ask her on it. And so she then wanted to be on it and the show didn't have her on it. So I think when you're think putting your... Because I've really tried to put my mind in her brain, trying to really understand where this is coming from, because it's too much. It's a lot of crazy. So I feel like then she started really stewing about this. And, you know, she sees now our businesses jump off. So here she is at the office working. And then, you know, we're on the show. We get a lot of business. So this is something that, again, I don't think she'll ever admit to. But I think there was a jealousy in the real estate department about, you know, now I'm handing her business and I'm doing these kinds of things where if she just owned that for one second, we would be the big, the group to be like, I got you. Like, this is going to help your business. Like I would have, I would have helped her so much more than like, instead of admitting that that might be why she was upset all this time. Cause like the seasons would cast, you know, different seasons. And I, in, in interviews, she wants to say like, oh, you know, she, she was always offered the show and then she decided to join. That's not exactly true. She would audition. They would see her each season and then make their decisions. So that's not a big deal. That's how TV shows go. But I'm just saying for her to then enter in that way, I think she kind of, I don't know, felt she had something to prove or she felt like a, I have no idea. You'd have to ask her, but nothing that I've, this is all me inferring because I, she hasn't ever one time made sense to me. And in the scenes that you see, and she says, oh, that was editing. I actually made way more points that they had to edit out because of time. And she never made one point because I also made several other points. I made the point that she should be mad at Jason then and not me. I made the point well, she said, I never did any work on it. I, I showed her exactly when and where I did the open houses, the buyers I brought there. She said, how come I didn't know you were there? I said, I rolled in with the crew of 40 people. I didn't exactly tiptoe, you know, so I had all of these points that they, you know, didn't even use. So her using editing as an excuse is it's an age old excuse. It's just um. Is it typical in the real estate business for there to be like drama about listings and co-listing? I mean, because I would think that money is really the most important thing, right? If you didn't take a cut, if you if this whole thing was about money, then I it would make way more sense to me. But if you literally forego your share, then really, yeah. then what the fuck? Like, I don't. So you think there is some jealousy, which is obvious. But I feel like there's also some hatefulness because then if there was jealousy, she would be jealous of other cast members as well. I feel like there's something a little bit personal. Do you think it could be because you dated Jason? She's like, I'm just going to say that. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense. Because season one, there was a lot of times Jason's putting different agents on for the show, like so that we can, you know, get the show off and running and we can help our business. And he did that with several. So you're right. Then why would you have an issue with me when he did the same thing with you on a different one with a different agent. So it actually has to, and she said in the scene, oh, that's not even what I'm mad about. So, okay, great. That you finally are admitting, then what is it? And then she said something about, 
you know, that Jason having a crush on me, which again, oh. it's just another. But then why is that your fault then? <laughs> exactly. I said that. I said, then be mad at Jason. Like, but Do also you feel dated Jason too. I'm not dating him now. I don't care what you felt about his relationship with you when we were together. Cause guess what? We're not together. But her making up dumb accusations about me not letting him answer the phone. I also said this in front of Jason, in front of everyone when we were filming, but they didn't use this. But I said, just can you please, have I ever in my life told you when or when not to answer the phone, regardless of when we were together or when we weren't? I just never have done that. I'm not one of those people. I have other things, I'm sure, you know, that I could be annoying about or whatever, but that isn't one of them. So at least say something that would have, you know, made sense. But anyway. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I don't think that she had any success in taking down your character. So at least at least that at least it's like, did it feel lighter than like a Christine story? Like, did it feel like lighter drama if you had to compare it? Listen, I have appreciated that in the once we stopped filming, I had everything, you know, to back up what I was saying. And it was done. I think before it just gets a little messy when, you know, the things that you're that are lives that you're trying to stop are the stresses that aren't on the show. So I, it's a hard to answer that question because I think that at this point I have nothing to lose and she can't, you know, I think she willingly is admitted and trying to take me down, but you can't, I have nothing to lose because I don't care. I have some handful of clients I'll always work with, but I don't need to do, you know, this for the rest of my life. And I'm happy to move on and do something else when the time is right. Yeah. So for me, it's a dangerous thing to play with me on because when she does test me on certain things, when you know, someone knows certain things, don't test me on it because I actually am, you know, ready to just kind of have fun with the rest of my life. I'm not here because I'm trying to, you know, make a name for myself. I love this brand Kitsch. They just have such fun products. I always love getting things from them or getting a surprise package from them. Just Kitsch. Super cool. I love everything that you do. Some of my faves are their satin pillowcases. They have amazing eye masks that are satin and vegan and cruelty free. And they're so great for your hair and skin while you sleep. They have these heatless satin curling rollers. You guys, that's the ad of the girl that looks like me with the heatless satin curling rollers on the plane. It's not me, by the way, but that's so funny. What a full circle moment. So those are their heatless scent curling rollers say bye bye to heat damage these are the original these are the og and they're still the best curlers that are heatless in the market so don't settle for the knockoffs get the ones that started the craze which are at kitsch kitsch also has rice water shampoo bars that could help with overall hair growth and density and also a great rosemary scalp oil that can help support scalp health and hair strength from root to tip and so much more so check out kitsch i swear they have such fun products that can really improve your everyday life and especially enjoy this 30% off code. So Kitsch is offering 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash not skinny, 30% off, off everything and anything at mykitsch, K-I-T-S-C-H.com slash not skinny. One more time. That's mykitsch.com slash not skinny for 30% off your order. I know you bees, you're ready for summer. You're ready for the pool. You're ready to be invited to someone's house that has a pool. I am. I know I am. Please invite me. And you know what else goes along with that? A freaking canned alcoholic 
beverage. And I'm here to introduce you to June Shine, okay? June Shine is just so good. They make canned cocktails, margaritas, vodka sodas, rum cocktails, all at about 8 to 10% ABV, made with premium ingredients. It tastes amazing. Most importantly that I love, have no added sugars. Usually I don't like canned cocktails, tons of added sugar, and I don't need that. That gives me a really bad headache, but not June Shine. So it's so delicious. I especially love the margarita. I'm a margarita girly. You freaking know it. And I just feel like what is more perfect than a cold can of a margarita ready to go at the pool that I'm invited to because you're going to invite me. So get it, you guys. June Shine can be found in over 10,000 stores across the country. It's available at all retailers you already are visiting for groceries and alcohol like Whole Foods, Target, Ralph's, Vons, Albertsons, Kroger, Wegmans, Total Wine, BevMo, Safeway, and more. But I've worked out a special offer for my listeners at any store. You can buy one June Shine package and get the second for only a penny. That's right, a penny. That's $12 to $20 in value. I recommend trying one of their best-selling variety packs. It's a great way to try all their delicious flavors. Go to juneshine.com slash notskinny. Text them a photo of your receipt, and they'll Venmo you immediately. It's that easy. juneshine.com slash notskinny. J-U-N-E-S-H-I-N-E dot com slash notskinny. There was one thing that you got a little bit of heat over, which was the drugs thing. <laughs> Yeah. Which don't you think that's funny? Because if it was like on Vanderpump Rules, like nobody would care. Like it wouldn't be a thing because they all tell each other. I mean, there was like, I don't know if you watch it, but for people that are listening, like it's all about the pasta. I mean, there were always kind of drug yeah. references. But because I guess this show is on Netflix and to the world and you all have a you know profession in real estate, they she took it very harshly. Mary took it harshly because it was her bachelorette. Did you ever like address that? Oh, yeah, you did. You were like, go drugs or something. <laughs> well, yeah. And I actually, you know, when Mary got back to the table, you know, I get it. They want to make it a very serious tone. I instantly, you know, was laughing with Mary and saying, I'm sorry, you know, and trying to make it a little lighter because it's like, guys, it's not it's it's Hollywood. Like, I didn't realize that was like such a cardinal thing to even say. I mean, we've known each other a long time. You know, it's kind of laughing. But obviously, I understand that. And Mary didn't think it was funny. And so I instantly apologized to her. I wasn't trying to stress Mary out. There's a lot of those times where, you know, I get it. Even this podcast that we're talking about all these things where it's going to, there's certain things that seem self-righteous on because I, I do feel a little like, you know, that was bullshit or whatever. But then there's other times where it's like, it's going to look a certain way, but I don't feel like that at all. Like Mary has a lot going on. The last thing I'm trying to do is stress her out or when we're, talking about things at the penthouse or things like that, where it's like, I get it. They want to make it look a little, oh my you God. Know, for oh sure. My God. You know, oh where God. it's like, you know, they don't want us to hug or something like Rochelle, that. Michelle, wait, we need to get to that ending scene. Was that at the end scene? Cause that killed me. That was, that was an interesting back and forth. The, the scene went to the scene. First of all, they love ending the season with you walking out. I feel like it's been, yeah. It's been a few now. Maybe that's why everybody comes for you. It's like your picture is on the thing. You're the walkout. You know what I mean? That's it puts a target on your on your back. Those things. But yeah, the conversation with Mary. First of all, we all really ship your relationship. So I'm happy to see on social media that it seems like you're closer than you were when filming. Yes. Yeah, I think that, you know, also with filming, they want us to get things on camera organically a little more when we can. So sometimes it is even more drawn out than it 
would have been because normally if we're all about to film, like it would have been the kind of thing where, you know, hey, we haven't seen each other in a while. Should we get lunch? You know, they don't want us to do that. So that makes sense. They want it to be more organic and on camera. I get that because that's the kind of thing people think like, like they try, they do try to keep it as real as possible, you know, in these heightened, unrealistic places where it's like, we wouldn't all be staying in the same house in Palm Springs normally, you know? So that's a heightened scenario. What happens while we're there, unfortunately, is is true. Yeah. With Mary, I want to say too, like, I I, sometimes I get worried because I'm going to get in trouble, but it's it's the truth. In that conversation, when I'm telling her, I don't know if it's worth it or not, I was having a conversation about the effort that it would take to get hungry in my business back and like to to be that top selling agent again. I don't know if I have it in me to get back to that place. Now, I see that it was creatively put that I'm talking about. I don't know if the effort is worth it into our friendship. I just personally would never say that to her. And I don't think this is a big deal. Hopefully I won't get in trouble for that. But, you know, these are the little things they do to heighten things where it's like, you know, I get it. It's a it's a TV show, but I really love Mary. I care about Mary. I'm never putting our friendship on the line like that. You know, yeah, there's some real life things that happen where people break up. It's awkward and it's unfortunate, but this happens. So I think that's okay that people see that. But I think that the undercurrent of all of that is that I haven't ever not loved her or cared for her. And I think the same, she would say the same. So that's the one thing where, you know, definitely in our group, not everyone like this person will be friends with that person, but not with the, it's just very divided, but it doesn't matter who she's friends with. I'm always going to be friends with Mary. Did you forgive her for, like you were saying, being more with Jason when the breakup happened? Yeah. And that that's, I mean, that's real life. You know, these things happen. I think that they do this trip every year and I'm not there. That's not her fault. That's that's now the friend group is divided. That has nothing to do with her, you know, and I think so it was a mix of owning one that there's just sensitivities of feeling left out that is not your friend doing anything to hurt you. And then two, just that on her part was she, you know, said that she maybe could do more to like, make sure, you know, I'm not feeling that way. So I think it was just two adults really like addressing one, I'm owning that it was a sensitive time, you know, it was kind of rough. And to see it just felt like, weird and different. And all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're seeing all these things that you did together. And now it's just like, it just felt weird. And it was okay. That's normal. That's life. But you normally don't have to shoot a reality show about it. So by the time I feel like then we needed to talk about it, you know, everybody was moved on and happy, but it was just an awkward time that I think in real life, you wouldn't really address it. You just move on, but we did need to address it. So it actually makes it healthier once you kind of like get all that gunk out of your mind. I think that final scene with the penthouse did feel kind of heavily edited because that's why I, I laughed about it because it was like the penthouse. I don't want to work on it. I don't think it's worth it for me. Mary's like, huh? And then you're like, I want to spend time with G. And she's like, okay, go do that. Bye. And I was like, what just happened? So as you were saying, there's it was kind of like a mix of things. You were more talking about you, Chrishell, and that probably she said, go spend time with G because you were saying, I actually want to be spending more time with G than crushing it at work right now. So, I mean, ideally it's still similar, but yeah, basically it boiled down to her getting frustrated. I wasn't giving more. I hadn't, you know, wasn't saying I was going to help sell the penthouses. 
like I feel like I normally would have. And then in me being very open about why I didn't feel like I wanted to help with that. And then say kind of just where I'm at in life. Like if you feel like it needs to be a competition for my desk, then maybe I need to think about that because I don't know that I want to fight for my desk. It it was more of a conversation like that. And of course, you know, if she's telling me something really personal and sensitive, I'm not going to be that person that just like nods my head and then walks off. But I get that that (laughs) is, you know. We got to ask this. Amanda, what happened? How did it even start that people thought that something happened. You were such good friends. Is there anything you can tell us there? I mean, she obviously wanted people to know. I mean, you can need yeah, someone. Well, well, she really wanted people to know. Just, yeah. So, so I feel like if she was given the opportunity, she would say it. So that's why I'm asking you. I mean, this one is sad for me because I love Amanda. This one's still like, I don't know what to make of this. But yeah, it's obvious that she wanted people to know about this, which makes it a lot harder to work things out without now we're in this situation when really, you know, nothing was even going to be known about this until so long from now, whenever into this year or something. But and hopefully by then everything, you know, I thought we'd work through everything, to be honest, before I even knew this. So it's frustrating. I think that Amanda has a lot going on right now. And I think that sometimes, I don't know, I personally think that she's putting a lot of blame and and anger on me that is misplaced, to be honest. And I know that that some people are going to hear that and, and think a certain way. But I feel like when you see it, you will see what I'm saying. And I can't really talk about what happened. But what I will reiterate is that I said this earlier in the podcast, I'm extremely protective of my relationship in G. And I will just say that anything involving G in the show, the one caveat that was I was super clear from the very beginning is that it cannot and will not involve anything to do with any drama whatsoever. And so if if I take heat for that or if she's mad at me for anything on that, then all I can do is apologize, but I but stick by what I what I know what serves me and my relationship, which is important to me. Other than that, I love Amanda and I hope that she, you know, sees. Wait, Chriselle, just to clarify, we're going to see this unfold in season seven, sounds like. So you can't really tell us what what happened. You said she wanted to make it known. What do you mean by that? What did she do that made it known? She made it known that like she blocked me on Instagram. But if she just muted me, nobody would have even known anything. Oh, she blocked you you on Instagram. Then I can't post pictures and tag her all my things go away or something. I don't know. It becomes where you can see it. Oh, I got you. Because I think one of the first things I saw that made me think something went awry between you two is her defending Nicole in comments. And that's when it kind of clicked to me like, okay, it seems like Amanda, who normally I would associate as being Chriselle's, you know, one of her really good friends is actively seeking to respond to commenters in defense of Nicole. So that's when I was like, hmm, you know, that yeah. kind of was the first light bulb that went off. Um, she did a lot of things on Instagram. But... So we're going to see in season seven. OK, well, Chriselle, you know, I love you. You know, I got your back and I'm excited for season seven. There were so many other things I wanted to talk to you about, but time fucking flew. It looks like you're really close with Bree. So you're, you're liking her as an addition. Yes. Bree's amazing. I think she was such a great addition to the show and just like such a badass. Yeah. And she's like kind of in your friend group now. 
Yeah. And you just like when somebody comes in with that energy and just owns it and it, it really, it really helps, you know, just make someone enter the world seamlessly because, you know, she, she will stand 10 toes down on her opinion. And then you feel like that is really the only way to kind of like work in this group. Cause it's hard, you know, you see, like, obviously I love Chelsea so much. And so it's like, it's hard to be in the middle of that, but so how I, did you, so I was going to ask you, what did you think of Chelsea coming for her relationship? Well, I've actually been working on getting the two of them to be friends because I really do think that they're similar in so many ways of things that I really admire in another like strong, you know, badass female. So I can look at certain things. I'm sure my friends would say the same things about me. They wouldn't approve of everything I did on, on season six. You know, I don't have to approve of everything my friends do, but that doesn't mean that I don't have their back and I don't, you know, fix this relationship between the two of them. Cause I see where both people are coming from. I really do. But that being said, I think production hates me because I'm always over here trying to get us, you know, but I like no fighting guys, no fighting. Everybody be happily ever that I really love, you know, obviously there's a few, you know, people at this point where it's like, I do not care. You can do whatever you want and let's go. (laughs) So a couple other questions is I wanted to ask you just personally, because, you know, I posted about Heather's bump and, you know, very I I mentioned in a very light way that it was just funny that she announced her bump so much this season every time she walked in a room. And I think she commented like, yeah, I did. Proud of my bump. So do you think she's the type of person that got offended by that kind of post or do you think she's could loll about it? I think there's some of us that really like can take the piss out of ourselves and just like laugh along, you know, and. And then there's some that that are a little more sensitive for things that obviously is a sensitive topic. Yeah. I don't know on this one specifically, but I think Heather can be a little sensitive. So I'm not sure what her response was, but I, that wouldn't surprise me if she, you know, because I feel like she's so such a love bug and she can be a little more sensitive and I'm a little more like so crass and I sometimes make the worst jokes or people was like, is that okay to laugh? I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I know (laughs) you think you really like lean in. You really lean in. And there were a lot of jokes this season or jokes or just people noticing it more than other seasons about the high fucking fashion of selling sunset. (laughs) Like, do you ever see you guys like showing a house in like jeans, dare I say? (laughs) Well, you know, what's funny is that I think that that's the only way to surprise people. You know, you got to keeping people on their toes. So maybe that's where they go from here. It's like everybody put on a pair of slacks. So do you know when season seven is coming out? Do you have any? I I mean, I've heard the rumor that it would be later this year. But just like, you know, originally, I think we were told that season six was going to be a couple months before it was. So I think it's like as they get it together, if it, but I think it's supposed to be later this year. Are you excited? Are you nervous for it to come out? What are your feelings? Honestly, I get really nervous just because I know that same as six, like there's going to be moments that I have to watch and I'd be like, oh my God, like you're watching me at my absolute, (laughs) I'm at the end of my rope. (laughs) I'm at the end of my rope. So I don't know. I never know how that's going to shake out there's a lot of heartwarming, amazing parts. And there's these women that we don't focus on enough, but I would do anything for at any time. I don't care if we're filming or if we're not filming. There's nothing I wouldn't do. Like who you're talking about, Emma? Honestly, I feel like I have that relationship with almost every girl. Obviously I'm on the outs right now with the man's. I'm hoping that we can get that back 
sorted. And clearly I don't get along with Nicole. There's nobody else on this cast that couldn't call me at any time of the night of the day that I wouldn't drop everything to go. And and I feel like I have the same relationship with them. It goes both ways. I, I really feel like that's the one thing you miss a little bit on the show is like the sisterhood and the the camaraderie and this like crazy journey that we've lived in these lives that, you know, it's more fun to focus on the drama and I get it, but yeah. um, not everyone gets along, but I feel like I have that relationship with almost everyone. And yes, that the season seven is going to focus on all of the ones that I don't have that relationship with. Yeah. So you're a little nervous about it. I can't, I mean, we can't wait to binge it. So any regrets from season six, Chriselle? Any regrets? I mean, I know what the main one would be, but at this point, it's hard to say if I regret anything. I feel like, could I have done things better? Does that count as a regret? I mean, hashtag no regrets, hashtag reflecting (laughs) and uh, improving thyself. Yeah. I mean, I'm not above criticism for sure. I definitely, but that being said, like, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) You guys haven't seen seven yet and you haven't seen. Oh my God. Oh my God. In that moment, if we're talking about like in that moment, did I have regrets? The answer would have been yes. Oh, okay. But there were, okay. She's season season seven. A little too far. And then, but now you're talking to me after I've already done seven. So I'm going to say hashtag no regrets. Oh my God. We can't wait. Chriselle, I love you. I wish you really the best summer ever. And just live your life and have fun with G. Thank you. And walk, keep on walking out dramatically of, (laughs) you know, (laughs) dramatically everywhere you go. And thank you for coming on so much. You know, I appreciate it. So good to see one of these days in person, hopefully. I know. I know. And hopefully soon. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye, babe. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.